0: بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم لا حول ولا قوة الا بالله العلي العظيم الحمد لله رب العالمين صلى الله على سيدنا ونبينا ابي القاسم المصطفى محمد وعلى الطيبين الطاهرين لا سيما بقيه الله في الاخره اللهم اخرجني من ظلمات الظلام واكرمني بنور الفتح we continue our discussion about wisdom in speech and after we discussed some hadith then we said in the Quran there are few characteristics. One is it should be ma'roof, or qawlan ma'roofan and we explain that. One is that it should be beautiful. قُلُوا الْنَاسَ خُسْنَ or يَأْلِ الْعِبَادِ يَقُولُ الَّتِي the best and the most beautiful. Another thing was سَدِيدَ when يَقُولُ قَوْلًا سَدِيدًا or قُولُ قَوْلًا Sadida. with firm. And we explain that. The fifth. Characteristic is kareem. In Surah Isra number 23, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says that when you speak to your parents, waqul lahuma gulan kareem. Talk to your parents in a very respectful and honorable way. Your word should be with karama, with dignity and honor. Who is speaking with honor? If you remember uh, when I talked about Allahumma inna nargabu ilayka fi karima in the series of karama we said a government which is honorable means it is formed by honorable people and treats people with honor and makes sure that the amount of dignity and honor is increasing and spreading yeah so a speaker who speaks with karama means he himself feels dignified. Because you know that if someone doesn't feel honored and feels void from dignity, can do anything bad. Man Manhanat alayhi nafsuhu sharra. If someone has no respect for himself, don't feel safe. Because those who have no respect for themselves, they can do anything. So you should have respect. You know, there are people who say bad things to other people. But don't you think that these are the people who have no regard for themselves? You know, in the same way that you don't want to touch with your hand dirty things. How can you touch with your tongue dirty words? If you have value for yourself, you don't say bad things to other people. Because it may reach them or not, but definitely it is affecting you. So, you should feel you have honor and dignity. And consider people also in the same way, and use the words that add to their honor. Not only it's not impolite, actually must be a bit more honoring. Because I think if even you use neutral, you say, I didn't insult my father. It's not enough. You are expected to honor them. Not just you say, no, I didn't insult them. And parents of course are examples and are very important, but it's not that you speak uh, in this way with your parents, but then with your, about your in-laws, you speak another way or about other people you know, you have to uh, speak with everyone in this way, but especially parents. Then, we have also other things number these were five another thing is number six what you say should be with knowledge and understanding don't say something which has is related to study Rumors, or even things that you are not sure about, rumors, but you have not seen the proof. Quran says in Surah Isra, number 36 don't follow what you don't have knowledge about, it, what you don't know. Many times we say things just because we have heard or we have seen on internet or you know someone has messaged us yeah. you know, about two three months ago someone called me and was attributing something to some people and I said what is your khutja on the day of judgment can you say to Allah? that you have proof for this. He said, this is going everywhere, you know, a spread of... I said, this is not hudja. If Even in the same day, you receive ten times a message. Doesn't that mean that it's correct. Or if it is on internet, or on TV, or newspaper. You must say something that you have hujjah between you and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Even everything that you know, you should not say, because there are things that you know, you should not say. But those things that you don't know, certainly you should not say number seven what you say should be said in a soft manner many times we have referred to this ayah surah verse 44. Allah says to faraun and harun go to Faraon. I speak to Pharaoh, but I speak with soft tone. Oh yeah, This ayah is amazing. That even Pharaoh may change. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so we said. Is it, it was a very no, no. First, no, no. First, even with those who well are arrogant, try softness. If it doesn't work, then... Yeah. Please also pay attention to the difference between Layin and Sadir. They don't contradict it can be firm but soft as we explained Sadi means firm it doesn't mean harsh yes harsh and lion cannot be together no 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 precise is different Firm part of it is because of it's being precise part of it is backed up by argument it's logical yeah you know something which is well said with careful assessment this is sadi but at the same time it can be soft and gentle not so there is a difference between strength and harshness yeah pardon exactly and softness is different from weakness Some people think uh, if we speak softly means we are weak. No. Actually, many times those who speak harshly, they are feeling weak. You know, they get angry because they are weak. But those who are confident, Yeah? They speak softly and gently and they are patient. Yeah? For example, Suppose someone says, for example, you have not studied in the Jose or you don't have, I don't know, this degree. If you have all the proof, you don't get angry. You let him make himself tired and say whatever he wants. And then you very nicely bring the certificate. Say, here you are. What can I do for you? (laughs) Anything else? But if you see you don't have anything to support yourself, you get angry, you know, I spent many years studying, how you question me, you know, who you are. This is sign of weakness. So, strength and harshness are different. Weakness and gentleness also are different. We have to be strong and gentle as much as possible. Like what? like water water is very soft goes to every container but remains together and strong if you respect water respects you and lets you swim in if you want to attack water attacks you back and can kill you it becomes worse than stone but if you are wood or stone or metal you are not flexible like water and they want to put you in a container You say i don't want to lose my shape but say they cut you into pieces and put you in the container but water says no any container i go but I remain the same in spirit. So this is why I believe in what I call principled flexibility. Not flexible flexibility, <laughs> not rigidity, but principled flexibility. Actually, this is Ishtahad. Ishtahad is that you are flexible where you can be flexible. And you show no flexibility with respect to principles. But to understand what is principle, what is not principle, for ignorant people everything is principle. You cannot, you know, be flexible at all. Or for ignorant people everything is changeable. But a proper scholar understands what are principles, what are not principles. This needs ishtaha. The next thing is, you should be practicing what you say. In Surat Saf, number three, Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala says, لمَ تَقُولُونَ مَا لَا تَقْعَنُونَ كَبُرَ مَقْتًا عِنْدَ اللَّهِ مَا لَا Why you say why you don't, what you don't practice. Of course, I told you uh, sometime in the past, (coughs) this doesn't mean that you don't teach, you don't give good speech. No, it means that you must teach, you must educate people, but you must at the same time work on yourself. Because if people say, okay, maybe I am saying something that I have not practiced, then little by little people stop teaching and educating. The ayah doesn't say, stop teaching, I stop giving lecture. It says, why you say something without you practicing it, you have to speak and practice together. Otherwise, otherwise, you have stopped another practice yeah because i have to share my knowledge if i don't share my knowledge this is another failure okay i told you that the late shaykh ansari it is said he used to say to his students teach even If you are not sure, it is for the sake of Allah. Teach. People teach you. Ask you to teach in Matresa, I don't know, community somewhere. Of course, this doesn't mean that underestimate sincerity of intention. But even if you are still not sure, teach. And try to work on your intention. But don't accept imam of jama'ah unless you are sure about your intention. for teaching even if you are not sure but you teach good things teach it at least other people benefit and you work on it. but for being imam of jamaah you must be sure that your niya is honest and sincere imam? imam jamaah for other people I just for the prayer or just no no I mean for jamaah but don't be judged even if you are sure about your sincerity. <laughs> okay? So teach even if you are not sure. Be Imam al Jama if you are sure that you are sincere. But don't accept to be judged even if you are sure about your intention. Means as much as possible run away from judging. Because to be a judge is a be responsible of course we need people who undertake these responsibilities if there is a legitimate system judiciary system we should have also qualified judges but don't volunteer for this. you know? in the same way that you don't volunteer for washing of you know, the dead body <laughs> if there are other people you know you say let me do other things this is More difficult. Washing dead bodies is just maybe a blessing, but difficult thing. But judging is all the time between hell and heaven. Yeah? Because every moment you can make a mistake. So it's not a privilege. Sometimes people say, for example, why in Islam women, according to many don't become judged. Actually, this is a, you know, blessing, because even for example, if you tell me become judge, I don't want to become. I run away from being a judge. It's like women being exempted from jihad. This is not a privilege. We don't look at these positions as privilege. We look at these positions as responsibilities. And if we want to be very kind with some people, we exempt them from these responsibilities. number is now nine yes nine you have to be fair fair and just alhamdulillah in akhlaq series we had discussion a few sessions on insaf fairness very important surat an'am surat an'am number 152 when you speak observe justice don't take your own side don't take side of your people don't you know be discriminate against your enemies against strangers against i don't know foreigners people who are not from you be fair and just another thing is that it should be easy to understand as much as possible yes surat isra number 28 okay maysur from yusra it's easy. It's easy to understand. You know, it is interesting. In the Quran, Allah says to the Prophet, taulan thaqila." Allah Subhanahu wa Taala says, "We project to you heavy work." Yeah. But me and you we should not do the same with people. <laughs> We should try to say to people that is heavy means because it is very difficult. It is a revelation, and you know that even prophet, when he was receiving revelation, he had to uh, stretch himself. Yeah, sometimes was sweating, sometimes was. Uh, people thought he's going to die. It's not easy to receive revelation. But we should uh, speak to people as much as possible, in the way that you understand. لَقَدْ يَسَّرْنَا الْقُرْآنَ Allah then made Qur'an easy for us to remember. <inaudible> Clarity of a speech is very, very important. Clarity of a speech. Mm. and sometimes the feels scholars they want to also be um, eloquent. For example, Dr. Peterson is famous for over-complicating, symptomatic, but on the other side, which I don't don't like, but on the other side, when you're debating some other people at I guess he needs to be more eloquent. Um, Uh, Actually, we have uh, the next one about eloquence. You should not lose easily simplicity and clarity. Yes, maybe sometimes you actually have a specific audience and you don't want other people to understand. So you use lots of difficult terminology deliberately so that others don't understand yeah this is possible but if there is no such a specific reason and you want your audience to understand speak according to their level like prophets we prophets talk to people according to the level of their understanding we should also speak to people according to the level of their understanding you know I told you that Mirdamad used to speak very difficult language, very difficult philosophical language. And when he died, the angels asked him, Who is your Lord? Man Rabbuke. And he said, <laughs> So they didn't understand. And they went to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and said, you know, we ask him and he says this, what does he mean? Of course it's a joke. They said, Allah says, leave him. Even when he was alive, he said things that I didn't understand. (laughs) Yeah. So, either he didn't speak clearly because he had the intention to keep it not something for everyone. Yeah, he wanted to keep it for a specific people. Or maybe he was not gifted with clarity. I don't know. Maybe deliberate anyway. But if you don't have a specific audience, speak clearly. Because understanding is greatest achievement, yeah? To understand and to be understood. One of ulama, they say, he was asked to speak Is e- more easily, and he said, instead of asking me to uh, speak more easily, add it to your knowledge so that you understand me. Oh, this is good if you want to educate your audience, but if you don't have a specific reason like this, speak and little by little educate people. You know, I like the style of the prophets, that they speak easily, but even those who are deep, they have something to benefit. Yeah? So everyone understands, but according to their level. This is the best thing, if possible, it's not easy. So, the next thing is قولن in Surat Isra, number 24 قولن بليغ they translate as eloquent but what is the real meaning it comes from bulug. means to reach means perhaps it reaches the mind and heart of the listener it can deliver the message you should not be satisfied with your saying you must be satisfied if the other person receives the message yeah suppose you know very clear example suppose for example i speak here very eloquent arabic but none of them understands arabic so i spoke the best arabic the most eloquent arabic okay but they don't understand i give very good for example a scholarly lecture but they don't understand this is not bali this is why our ulama say it should be according to the requirements of the context hal. okay so present the message in the way that reaches to their mind and hopefully heart at least mind because between mind and heart it's difficult although you can have some role don't offend them you know don't say in the way that they close but it's also possible that they close their heart but at least it should go to their mind if you remember, two, I think two, three years ago when we talked about tabli in summer, I said tabli is not just to produce good content. You have to make sure that it reaches people, but not only reaches their door. Because nowadays, many people get things and they don't read, they throw it away. It should reach their mind. And hopefully, heart. Tabliq is this. So, uh, sorry, one was that my uh, Maysuran, one is Qulan Baligha, And finally, in Surah Hajj number 24, maybe there are other things. I'm not saying this list is inclusive. You can find other things and let me know. Had 24. Hudu elatayyib min alqawm. So all should be tayyib. Tayyib means pleasant. Tayyib, you know, means pleasant, very tight and clean and nice. So we should try to speak in a pleasant way, and also make this the culture. You know, in a society in which people speak with respect, I don't think crimes would be high. Yeah? Those who are respectful in their speech, they also respect properties of other people. (laughs) You know, if you are careful about your words, then can you, for example, become a thief, or, you know, become a murderer? impossible so this adab although looks maybe superficial that you speak politely but actually it's not superficial because as we said it affects your heart and mind and character so the summary of what we said in these two sessions is that a very important aspect Of wisdom, practical wisdom, is to know when we should speak. Because many times we should not speak at all, or we should not speak now. We should wait. Don't be rushed. Then, when it's the proper time for speaking, what to say? and how to say. Okay? So first, whether to say, when to say, then how to say, and what to say. Okay? According to the Quran, it should be fair, means it has basis in the truth, it has intellectual backup, it has to be uh, soft, it has to be beautiful, it has to be ma'aruf according to their uh, standards, acceptable. It has to be something that you practice, it has to be something which is honoring people, it has to be pleasant, it has to be reaching, it has to be fair, and what else? Yes, all these things that we say, these are the things that we have to observe. Therefore, as my late teacher Ayatollah Ahmed Miyazji, I remember once he was telling, he said, when you become an alim, it's not easy to speak. Yeah? For an alim to uh, speak, to issue a statement, To make a public statement, especially, it's not easy because you know you have so many considerations. People with little knowledge, they can speak easily. People, you know, with little experience, they can speak. But someone who has knowledge and experience and feels responsible, so it's very difficult to speak. But when he speaks, as Amir al Mumani said, then he benefits the listeners. He's not rushing in speaking, but when he speaks, he educates and benefits people. We pray to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to give us and our speakers, our leaders, our scholars, our activists, the wisdom in every aspect of our lives, but in particular, the wisdom in the way to communicate, and especially in the way to communicate his message, Inshallah. Alhamdulillah, Rabbil Alam. Thank okay. you.